Hey friends, we are wrapping up this Joy of Surrender podcast series with a phenomenal conversation with my friend Demetria. I hope these conversations so far with other women just like you have encouraged you on your personal journey of faith. So a little bit about Demetria. She is the founder of Letters of the Heart. It's a nonprofit organization. It's a ministry focused to empower individuals to understand their true identity and purpose, giving them tools and resources to be prophetic kingdom thought leaders around the world. I've known her as a speaker, a worship leader. She's also an artist and a purpose coach, but you know what? She travels all over and does all kinds of things. She's pretty amazing. I can tell you that without a doubt. And one of the things about her is that she really believes that everyone is a gift and everyone belongs. And that's what she practices and that's what she preaches. So I am so excited for her to come on and talk to you today because you know, although we keep it real in each conversation, often the struggle of surrender is just that, a struggle. I hope you know deep down that it's worth it. That's what I want you to understand is that even though it can be challenging, it is worth it because the joy of knowing Jesus and the fulfillment of a relationship with him is everything. So here's just one more story of what it looks like when a woman gives God her yes. I am so confident that Demetria has a word for you today. So once again, let's tap into what's possible. And although following Jesus wholeheartedly often goes against the grain of the rest of the world, there is glory revealed when we bring heaven to earth through our surrendered lives. So before we get started, this is your very last call for the Joy of Surrender printables. Christmas is upon us. And as you're wrapping the last bit of presents, don't forget to print out these beautiful cards. They are already ready to go for you and share them with your loved ones to make Christmas Day more meaningful as they open up their gifts. And remember what this season and our lives are all about. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, let's process this journey and grow together. Hey friends, I'm so excited to be hanging out with my friend Demetria Stallings here on the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast today. I cannot wait to hear, uh, share, I can't wait for her to share more of her life, her story, and just for her words to encourage you on your surrender journey wherever you're at. Um, I met Demetria not that long ago at church. And from the moment I met her, I was very blessed. I was actually wrestling in my heart with the situation at the moment, kind of in a hard spot. 
But without knowing me or much of the situation, she was able to speak some encouraging words of truth over my life that were so comforting and rooted in God's heart. And one thing I know about this lady is that she knows the Lord, she hears from the Lord, and she gives God her yes of obedience. And I know you are going to be so blessed with our conversation today. So whether you hear Dee speak on a stage, lead worship, follow her on YouTube, or know her personally, one thing is for sure. Her bold faith and joy shines through as she seeks to give God glory in all that she does. So thank you, Demetria, for sharing your time with us today and welcome. Oh my goodness. It's such an honor to be here with you, Michelle, and everybody, your audience and stuff like that. But man, talk about an introduction. I'm like, I just need you to write my bio, okay? I'm just... <laughs> no, but no, it's such an honor. And I'm, I'm so humbled by um, everything you said just seriously touched my heart. Thank you. You're so welcome. Well, thank you for being here. And I will give a little bit more information in the, the intro of this. But before we get started, is there anything that you love to share with the listeners just so they can get to know you a little bit better? Yeah, crazy thing is I just moved to Dallas, Texas. <laughs> it was definitely a transition, but literally just moved um, almost like it hasn't been a full month yet. And so whenever you're listening to this, this is 2021. Dang, like we're <laughs> really living, Michelle, like things are going by fast. But um, yeah, I was in um, Virginia. Let's say this. I was born in Germany. Yes, military family. People always ask. My father was in the Air Force, um, raised in Hawaii um, and lived in um, Virginia, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake area for about 22 years. So, yeah, like my voice sounds like I might be 20. And if you're watching this on Michelle's channel, like, dude, I might look like I might be 30. But yeah, we are kind of in those 40 categories, which I'm not mad at. Okay, so <laughs> that's a little bit about me. But yeah, just um, I love Jesus and I love people. And part of the yes journey, as you were saying, is just is giving our yes to him and to others. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you shared with me a good bit of your story from the past. And I know more of your recent season. But one thing that stays the same is that surrender, um, surrendering to God, his will, his ways has been a theme of your life. Even just like you said, a few weeks ago, you made a significant decision of moving to another state out of obedience to the Lord. So I would just love to pass the mic over to you and let you share more of your testimony, past or present, really just how giving God your yes has impacted the course of your life and maybe some specific surrender moments that are highlighted to you along the way. Well, yeah, totally. I would, I would love to share that. Um, especially I feel like in this place that we're all in and it, this could be a uh, six months from now that you listen to this, this could be a year from now or two years, or even the exact day that this, um, is launched or dropped. Um, but I feel like we're all in this progressive season of when I say progressive, it's something that's constantly moving forward and we have to allow ourselves to catch up um, and allow ourselves to give ourselves to the process of this. Yes. And of this surrender because Jesus is returning <laughs> at the end of the day, he's returning and he is coming back for a bride. He's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And I feel like the process of our yes and our constant growth is part of that becoming that bride. And um, I mean, like anybody, if you're a mom, if you're a, a lady listening to this, a, a dad, whatever, whoever's listening, um, if you know weddings, there is a preparation, even if it's a quick or eloping, there is always some type of preparation that goes into it. And um, for me, I feel like the Lord has allowed relationships and um, 
and it could be the same for you guys, but relationships and um, relocation or my where I'm living um, to really be the thing to say yes to. And um, so long story short, and so that I don't go too long, um, to, I, I was in Virginia um, for 22 years and I was working at CBN, the 700 Club um, and 700 Club Interactive. Amazing. I love CBN. I love the ministry and what God is doing with them with Gordon Robertson and the whole family there. Um, they are family to me. But um, I was the guest segment producer. So all the guests that came <laughs> into the show or was on the show, I was producing them. And I was set up quite nicely, like um, being able, when I say set up quite nicely, I, I had great people around me working with great people. I was able, like God gave me favor where I was able to work, but then also travel and do worship and to sing and to teach when, when that was called upon, even to go to different countries and do that. Um, and um, so so I was living my life, like, quote, unquote, as we say, living my life like it's golden if you're in our genre <laughs> or if you're in our age group, you know, and um, and flowing through that. But the Lord asked me uh, to um, let that go, go into full time ministry and um, and then move to Florida, which, first of all, like I said, I was set up. I was like living my life like it's golden. I mean, there was moments and, you know, we're all growing, but, um, I was like, wait, Lord, but things are going really well here. I have a steady quote unquote paycheck. This is for somebody. I feel like somebody needs to listen to this. I have a steady paycheck. I am able to go. I have favor to go and do ministry. Hello, go and do ministry when I need to. Um, and although I love the Lord, it was, it was, this was a new space of getting to learn him and to know him in his goodness. And I like to tell people all the time, if we never are put in a position to know him in a certain way, like him as healer, him as provider, him as comforter, if we're never put in that position. We'll never know that he's those things for us personally. We might talk about it. We might read the Bible, might jump on somebody else's bandwagon, but I believe the Lord wants us to know him for ourselves. And that is in the surrender of the yes. That's living the lifestyle of the yes. And that's, I feel like that is the way that you would get into that space of really knowing him. And so I said, yes, move to um, Virginia. I mean, move to Orlando. And what's crazy is I'm like, which way do I go? Cause there's so many details I could give you guys. Um, but I'll share this. I, I remember there was uh, something that I had to take care of and it was in the three thousands, the dollars that I needed <laughs> to take care of something. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm moving. This has to get taken care of, or I'm going to be in trouble or just all kind of stuff. It could, it, it could have ended up being just crazy. Um, and wouldn't have been able to move without having this and I remember the Lord asking me, do you trust me? And I was like, yeah, I trust you. And so instead of, this is part of my yes, and the testimony and the key, I felt one of the keys is in that position before, it was like maybe a month or two before I moved, um, I began to say, God, I trust you. And I felt I needed to share with my friends and close circles, those who I prayed with, there was two groups of women that I did a massive text or we did a group text. And I sent to both of those women ladies and I was like, can you all pray for me? Stand with me and agree with me. I'm not asking for anything from you, but to agree with me, um, I need this amount. And I was very specific. I need this amount and I need God to do something. And I am saying yes, because at the end of the day, I'm moving because he said to do so. And so um, the very same day that I sent that text, I'm on a class with uh, one of my, I love them dearly, um, Kimberly and Bob Hazlett. 
was on in a class that they had and it was talking about the faith of God and they were calling what the Lord has done is that and, and Kimberly was like make sure you begin to recall what the Lord has done and so in my uncomfortability in my need I stood on faith I said yes to the move but then I also this is crazy I also began to recall what the Lord had already done in my life and so I started saying that when like 10 minutes after I started recalling what the Lord has done I get this phone call from a dear friend and uh, she said, my husband and I feel like we're supposed to give to you. And they gave me the exact dollar amount of what I needed. Wow. And my mind was blown. And that was the invitation. Listen closely. The Lord will do big things to show you that he has you, but to let you know in your surrender that he will provide for you the ram in the bush, Abraham, you know, and Isaac, he provided the ram in the bush. He provided the provision. And I had to say, yes, I couldn't be like, oh, no, thank you. Or, oh, my God, or false humility. I had to be like, no, you don't understand. This is need. And you are listening to the Lord, the voice of the Lord. And thank you. And so I took um, that and I ran with it. When I say I ran with it, that was something that I could now put in my arsenal of recalling of what the Lord did. It, it just is blessing me now just thinking of it um, because now I don't have this quote unquote steady paycheck. It is a full-time ministry. It is the entrepreneurship. It is like building and growing in these space, um, spheres. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I could go into so much more, Michelle, but I don't want to take too much of this part no, of this segment, but yeah, that's one of the things that I had to say yes to in, and just trust. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love that you brought that in, into the conversation because surrender, you can't surrender without trusting him. They yeah. Come on. Together. And that is something he's been walking me through. Um, there's a situation in my life where there needs to be some trust rebuilt. And the Lord has been telling me the answer to that is to trust him more. Come we have on. to remember who he is and his character has to be greater than our circumstances. And if our eyes are on him, then he will reign supreme in that, in our hearts and in our minds. And we can walk with confidence and truly surrender the outcome to him because we trust him more than we trust what we see with our own eyes or our own strength and abilities. And so I think that's so good. It's, it's just trusting and remembering. Those are really, really key. And yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, for sure. And when you said that, it just like, I, I could feel like the presence of the Holy Spirit, like tugging me to even like share the Lord was dealing with me with about Abraham. And just like you said, like it's, it's trusting in him more. Abraham literally saw a miracle of them have a child, Sarah being <laughs> giving birth at an old age, them, he, they already saw this happen. They already had this experience. And yet, God asked him to sacrifice Isaac. And because he knew what the Lord did, regardless if I really do have to sacrifice my son, I'm saying yes to him because I've seen what he's already done and there is purpose. And I think this is one of the things that we have to understand in the surrender and in the yes journey. As I like to say, I, I talk about my yes journey a lot, but in this yes journey is we have to learn, even when it's difficult to constantly say, I trust your leadership, God. I trust your leadership. Teach me how to trust your leadership. And then I, I heard this from a, a, a mentor slash spiritual father of mine is, um, you're doing a good job with my life. <laughs> mm. And the more I say that, it's just the same. Abraham understood that. He literally put Isaac on the altar prepping. And yet there was a ram that was prepared um, for them in provision. And Abraham could have 
left Isaac on the altar, but he chose not to. He chose to use the provision of the Lord. And I don't know who needs this right now. Specifically, I feel that somebody needs to know that there are provision that the Lord has given you and you need to go ahead and take it and say yes to it. It might not look like you think. I mean, it could be you moving back into your parents' home. It could be you moving with family. It could be you um, fill in the blank. It could be that you're supposed to partner with somebody else in business or ministry and, or even lay it down. That's the provision of the Lord. And so yeah. I just felt that when you said that, I was like, man, this is so good, Michelle, what you were saying. I love that you brought that up before we hopped on this conversation today. I was praying about it this morning and the verse that was highlighted to me, and I'm just going to share it now. And this is a verse that has been so dear to my heart. I have been just meditating on this and <laughs> chewing on it and wrestling with it and also walking it out in my life so, so much. But this is Romans 12, 1, and I'm reading it in the passage, passage, passion translation. <laughs> I love it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? To surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. So just like Abraham laid his son on the altar, we're living sacrifices. That is the call of the gospel, to lay down our lives. And I heard somebody say it recently. The challenge with the living sacrifice is that we want to crawl off the altar. We want to go up and lay ourselves down. And I know for me, it's like, all right, Lord, I lay this down, but then we want to, we want to take it back or, or bring it back. Or we want to crawl off the altar because it feels too hard or it feels too scary. Or we're like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, but to truly just give him our yes and trust him and know that he is enough. Yeah, and come he will, on. He will provide and he will be enough. Yeah. So good. So good. Oh, I can feel it. <laughs> I want to I want to ask you a little bit. Um, one thing that we've been talking about and I've been talking to the ladies that listen a lot is just about knowing Jesus because when you think about joy and surrender and sacrifice, like he is the greatest reward. The joy yeah. is in knowing him. And yeah. I believe that we live in a time and a day and an age that it's not enough to know about him. It's not enough to know, oh, this was uh, this is what I thought about him. This is what I was told about him. Like we need to really know him. We need to draw close to him to hear his voice so that we can walk in his ways because his strategy looks different because we're just not living in the same world that we were last year or the year before. And we need him more than ever in our lives. And so I just wanted you to speak into that, knowing him a little bit more and what that looks like for you. Is there something that has helped you cultivate this closeness with the Lord and hear from him? Or what does that mean to you? And how can you help others know him better too? Yeah, there's so many different directions I can go there when you say that, because um, to be honest, I think part of my journey of getting to know him is honestly being raw and honest with myself where my heart is and not being ashamed to share that with him and being like, OK, Lord, let's have a conversation. <laughs> this is where my heart is. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm sensing. And instead of getting caught up in the emotions of the thing, because um, I'm going to be raw, like growing up, I, I'm, I'm a very sensitive person. So um, because of uh, walking in the prophetic and stuff like that, I feel like I can pick up and sense what people are walking through and just speak into that. But part of that gifting can be that we don't 
operate well with it. This could not just be people that are prophetic. This could be anybody who's just sensitive, period. Like, um, I believe like sometimes we get caught up in the whirlwind of our emotions that we don't, we're not raw with it. We're just feeling it and we just respond and we react to things instead of responding out of, I'm laying this down. This is how I'm feeling. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to be real. And it doesn't, it's not pretty. It's not fun, but I'm going to be raw and be real. And in that, will you be who you are in me? And I think the part of the surrender is the, for me, it's getting to know him was the laying down of what I really feel being raw with him, sharing that uh, he really is a person. Like he really desires true relationship with us. And we sometimes make him a figment of our imagination when he's actually the one that gave us imagination. He's the one that gave us the brain to imagine. He's the one, and, and we don't make him as real. He's just part of our trophy case or he's part of, and, and I think when we can, really reflect am I making him a priority because he's a real person in my life I mean anybody living in your house you're not going to go hours or days without talking to them you shouldn't you know what I mean like and so I think for me that was part of that and in that um I want to make sure I go the way that the Holy Spirit wants me to go but in that um I I think even reading the word of God for me I have recently been reading um or maybe a couple of months ago John, I think it's 13 when Jesus washed the disciples feet, like just literally looking at his character. I mean, you said it earlier, the characteristics of God, um, seeing how humble he was, he literally, this blew me away. He literally is about to die on the cross and he chooses to spend time with his disciples, the ones that he loves. He chooses to make room to talk to them, to teach them instead of going and yes, he had a moment in the garden, but he also chose first to wash their feet, tell them how much he loved them, break, have a meal with them, and then take some of his closest friends and disciples to go pray with him. Like in the midst of his agony, he invited them into what he was feeling. And so for me, I'm learning, like watching his character is like, man, you really want relationship with me. <laughs> you desire. and I'm, choking up because it's like the creator of the universe the one that made everything really desires to have a relationship with me he wants to know me as and he, he's sovereign he knows everything but he wants to invite me into a space where I'm really living a relationship with him and I can have the characteristics of him because I see how gentle he is I see how kind he is I see how and that in itself causes me to um, live above the circumstances because I'm so focused on him. I was um, today, actually, before the podcast, I was, I was reading Isaiah 50. And um, I'm actually going to read it really quick. Um, but four, and it says, the sovereign Lord has given me his word of wisdom. The sovereign Lord has given me his word of wisdom so that I know how to comfort the worry morning by morning. He awakens me and he, listen to this, this is what really got me. He opens my understanding to his will because He's sovereign. He desires relationship with me. And when I have him, I have his will and I have words of wisdom, whether it's words of wisdom for my conversation, whether it's words of wisdom for me on a stage or words of wisdom, me in a coffee house with a friend, like, or words of wisdom for myself so that I sign what I need to sign or don't sign something or move forward or knowing what to do. Cause this life is really a faith journey. So does that make sense? Did I answer your question? Yeah, it, it really does. I love how you talked about 
sacrificing your emotions, because I think that's so important. We may see things a certain way. We may feel a certain way, but at the end of the day, and this is what we talk about all the time on the podcast is God, what is your perspective? What is your heart? How do you see these things? Because it doesn't matter how I feel. I will lay that down because I want your heart. I want your eyes. I want to love the way you love and see things the way you see things. So cleanse me and help me to do that. So surrendering your emotions and your feelings And your thoughts, that is absolutely key in knowing him more and really walking in the fullness of what he has. And I loved how you brought up even how Jesus was in the garden. You know, it says for the joy set before him, he endured endured the cross. He came and he found joy in his sacrifice because he was doing his father's will. And we are here, ladies, we are here on mission Yeah, come on. and we will find joy as we fulfill that and we walk in that and as we lay down our lives as living sacrifices. So I think that's really, really key. And I think the thing that you've already shared in the beginning is just bringing to light the fact that the surrender process and the surrender journey, it doesn't mean an easy life. It doesn't mean it's comfortable. It doesn't mean that it all makes sense at all. (laughs) It doesn't mean any of that. It means that it purifies us because it is preparing us to come on a bride. And there is a process that we need to go through because it humbles us. It refines us. It purifies us because Jesus is coming back and he's coming back for a bride. And we need to remember that our mission is to bring heaven to earth, bring his kingdom to earth here, but to prepare ourselves for his return too. So I really appreciate that you, you brought that up. Yeah. I, you know, when you, when we, when we were talking even more in my heart was like, man, like it's, I could even hear somebody probably even saying, oh, that's easy for you guys, you know, just lay down your uh, feelings and emotion, but you don't know what I'm walking through. You don't know what I'm going through. And it's funny because I can attest Michelle and myself have walked through some hard, difficult changes in life. I mean, well, literal are, are walking through. <laughs> are walk- <Yes. laughs> Let's just be real. Yes, we are. We are wa- literally walking, <laughs> I love that. walking through. And I love the words you use. And it's not just saying, oh, just get over it. That's not what we're saying. Uh, Michelle specifically said, surrender <laughs> your emotions and your feelings. And I think it is the, you said it, Michelle, you said, will you cleanse me? Will you show me? Will you help me? And I think that's the key is I don't know it all. I am frustrated. I am upset. I am hurt. I feel abandoned, whatever you fill in the blank. However, I'm asking you, Jesus, Holy Spirit, will you come and sit with me in these emotions? Will you come and show me? I'm going to, I, this is what I really do feel, but I'm surrendering. I'm giving it to you for your perspective, as Michelle said earlier. So yeah, man, like uh, I love everything that you just said. I was like, yes, yes, it's the surrender. That word I feel, and I know this is uh, this um, series of what you're doing is talking about the surrender of the yes, but that word is so key. And I would encourage anybody to even look up the definition and, and use it, use the definition literally. So Yeah, it really is. And I don't take it lightly. You know, it's easy to, to say, oh, surrender and rest in him and lay it all down. And it's easy to say these terms and these things, but it's not easy to live it out. And I know that some of you ladies listening, I mean, you're a wife, you're a mom, maybe you have a business going on or you're doing other things and your life is just full. And you're like, how do I actually live this out? I mean, I know it's about the posture of the heart and about my mindset and, but, but on a practical level, do you have any advice for 
in the everyday ordinary life, are there certain things that you do to help yourself practically surrender through the day? Yeah, um, I think one of it is uh, one of the things that is falling in love with Jesus, and that might sound cliche, but I mean, literally being intentional with allowing my love relationship with him to be. So um, when I'm running, I like to run when I'm running, I'm he's literally with me. And that's one of my special moments with him, whether I'm listening to music or when I'm listening to a message, I'm literally talking to him constantly. Um, I think waking up in the morning and um, get when I first get up is the gratitude, Lord, thank you that I'm alive. Like this morning, I woke up and I was like, thank you, Lord, that I have breath in my body. Thank you that my body is healthy. Thank you, Lord, that I get to be with Michelle today. Like I, I was saying these things, like, thank you. Like the gratitude thing was actually helping me because in our thankfulness, there's a position of our heart that shifts, that calls a grace to come upon our life to constantly live out life with him. Does that make sense? Um, and then another thing, while you were talking, another thing I feel like is a key to um, be intentional with this is stop comparing yourself to everyone else, like who you are. And I know we say this a lot and I've heard it all the time, but when we get this in our, and when we get this in our heart and we start living this out, who you are is very special and you don't necessarily need anybody to agree with that. Your father in heaven agrees with it. And when you fall in love with him and want him more, he begins to share these secrets with you of who you are. And you can walk in that confidence and authority in that. And so therefore, these things of, man, I wish so-and-so would have been able to see that I can speak or see that I can sing or see that I can, and I'm using me as an example, or, or I wish they would just get it or, you know, then they, you know, whatever. I wish they would know that I'm a good person so they would want to be more, like the, the, all that honestly, is a distraction from the enemy to get you so confused and so helpless to allow you not to see your full potential of how Christ sees you. And therefore it stifles you and it paralyzes you. And so I feel like somebody needs to hear this right now. Don't get paralyzed. Constantly surrender. Yes, your feelings and emotion, but submit your mindset to the Lord. Submit your mindset to the Lord. And Michelle said this earlier, give me a good perspective. Show me your perspective and everything. And also, even if you are right to be angry, even if you are right, and trust me, I lived like, I mean, I'm divorced. Like I went through one of the hardest things. I lost a baby. I mean, all kinds of stuff. 11 years ago, walked through some of the hardest things in my life where I really didn't think I could ever bounce back or come back. But it was in my total rawness and pain and allow myself to be and feel what I'm feeling, but walk with the Holy Spirit in it is what changed things. So even if you feel like you have the right to be angry, I am going to encourage you and challenge you. I feel this so strong to challenge you to say, hey, I'm upset. I'm mad, but I'm going to choose not to look at the other person at this moment. I want to know who I am. And I'm going to work on that in my relationship with you. I'm going to work on my love relationship with you. And I feel like it will shift and change. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, I felt that really strong for somebody. That's so good. So from a practical level, it's just walking with the Lord, literally like talking yeah. to him all day long. Yeah. I want to read this verse. It's Romans 12, 12. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing continual joy. Don't give up in time of trouble, 
but commune with God at all times. And that's exactly what you were saying is just walk in oneness, pursue that oneness with your creator and talk to him all through the day, bring him in to, in the midst of wherever you're at, whether it's a mountain high or a valley, bring him into that and be thankful. I love how you talked about being thankful. Um, I'm going through a little bit of a a storm right now in a situation. And one thing that I've been telling the Lord, I'm like, thank you, God, for this opportunity, because I get to be <laughs> like you. I get to be like Jesus in ways that I've never had to before in the, so, in, in the time where it feels the hardest, I get to experience more of your heart because I'm going through something and it's going to be you. Like my heart is more open and I've experienced more of his love because I've never needed it more. And that is a gift and that is worth it because he is worth it. And so through the sacrifice of saying, God, I laid this situation down before you, this doesn't feel good. And my mind and my, my feelings want to take me all different directions, but God, I thank you because this is an opportunity to not only be more like you, but to get a new heart, to get more of your heart, to get more of your perspective and more of your eyes, because these are the, this is the beauty in the surrender. This is the joy in the surrender is because we get to experience that and we get to, it draws us closer to him if we allow it to. So for sure. I love that. And you know, like also like even taking in like another practical thing is literally like, um, like build community. And even if it's one person, like be raw with them as well. I think we're, we're not meant to, as, as we know, I mean, it's been stated forever is that we're not meant to live alone. Like we're not meant to be an island uh, on an island alone. And so like, even if it's one person, just being raw with them as well and um, asking them to pray with you or asking them to like, hey, take me off the ledge, like remind me who I am. You know, like um, sometimes that's some of the practical things as as well as we get to know him um, and seeing him and other people, man, like there, I have some friends, man. And I, when I watch them, I'm just like, dude, that is so cool. Like who they are, what the Lord is doing in their life and how they talk about them. Like, I think you got to get yourself around people who have the same language and, and, and have that faith that like, you can't be around people that are constantly um, negative or down. And then I'm not saying that you can't help them or whatever, but I'm, what I'm saying is for you is to grow. You need people that are going to help you grow and that could just be through their life. And so, yeah, for sure. So good. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, I just told a friend this, I don't know, yesterday, the day before, but, you know, I just want to encourage you guys in this as you enter 2022, yeah. appreciate and value face-to-face. We want to be face-to-face with the Lord, but we want to be face-to-face with one another because we need people in our lives. If one thing I've learned is that my personal relationship with the Lord is very, very much um, dependent upon, not dependent upon, but it really is important that we walk together as the body of believers. And I've grown so much in the Lord because I've allowed people in my life to help remind me of who I am, of who God says I am, and to disciple one another through the lives that we live in close community. And so that has really allowed so much growth to take place in my personal life because I've allowed that um, people around me during that time. And we need that. If you're going to walk a journey of surrender, you need people in your life to support you. And yeah. even this past week, I, the, the church has been phenomenal the way they've just stood by me and walked me through and, and um, pointed me to the Lord without any emotion, without any sway of preference or opinions. It's just like, it's been, there's, it's just been the sweetest thing. So I really want to remind you and uh, reiterate what Demetria was saying about 
pursuing face-to-face relationships and finding people that you can lock arms with and really walk this, this walk out because God's coming back, not for a person, he's coming back for a family, a bride, and it's, it's yeah. all of us. And we all need to be getting ready, but we need to do it together. So face-to-face with the Lord, yes, but we need other people in our lives too. For sure. So oh. good, Michelle. I love this. Yeah, girl, we could just talk all day. There's so much, but I'll tell you what, just to wrap things up, I just want to bring up a few points. Demetria made three key points today, just talking about when it comes to surrender, talking about trust, trusting without knowing. Knowing him is greater than knowing all the things you think you need to know. So laying down that control, laying down your emotions and your feelings. And also she brought up uh, submitting your mindset. All these things are key factors in walking and living out a surrendered life. And there is joy in that process. And there is more knowing him because he is the great reward. So as we kind of wrap up this conversation and as the ladies listening, they're in the trenches right now of the holidays and the hustle and the bustle and all the things they're probably running a million miles a minute, listening to this, getting ready or shopping or whatever it is. Um, But they're also thinking about the future. They're thinking about this new year and God asking you, what is, what do you have for me? What is your heart for me? What is next? And they're starting to dream with God. What would be your advice for them? Or what would be some final words of encouragement as we embark on a brand new year? Yeah, man, that's so good. Um, I would say, um, I mean, we've already talked about knowing him, loving him. I would say, give yourself permission to be enough. I don't know why I feel that's so strong, but Give yourself permission to be enough where you are and be okay with you. And as you're walking forward, that you deserve the full inheritance of what the Lord has for you, but also more than anything, dream his dream because he deserves, he deserves his full inheritance inside of you. And that's how you walk in the future that I want you, Lord, to get your full inheritance inside of me. And so I want to say yes to everything that I feel like you've put on my heart to dream because it's not just my dream, it's your dream. And so to wrap it up, one is you are enough. Two, um, partner with him because as you can get your full inheritance, he also deserves his full inheritance with you. And three, just say yes in your surrender because if you keep him first, man, when I say nothing will stop you, Nothing literally will stop you. It might try to come. The weapons may form, as the Bible says, but it will not prosper because you are with him. It might not be easy, but it is so worth it. Thank you. You're so inspiring. Hey, um, would it be okay with you if you prayed over the ladies listening right now? Can we just, can we just, you know, wrap this up in prayer? Yeah, I would be honored. I would be honored. Father, (laughs) First, thank you so much for the opportunity just to be together and um, be with so many of these beautiful ladies and Michelle and those that are listening. I, I pray, God, that you would just um, allow your breath to to blow. Lord, would you breathe upon us, Lord, and not in a weird and creepy way, but that which brings life like you breathe into Adam and he became a living soul. 
I pray as um, people are listening that not only will they be encouraged to just say, yes, I feel better, but be encouraged to stand up and be the bride of Christ, to stand up and be what God has called them to be, to stand up and feel encouraged to move one step in front of the other and not to feel like they have to have it all together because they have you and you have it together. And it's one day at a time. It's one step at a time. And sometimes it's one hour and one minute at a time, but there is hope and life. And Father, I pray for every individual that might feel like they are broken and um, head hung low because of their family circumstances. Lord, even me, I came to Texas because you asked me, not knowing that there were certain family dynamics that were going to take place, but you are sovereign in it. And so I pray, God, that even what we don't understand, God, that we trust. I ask that you would give them the grace to trust Lord, in this season, this holiday, as we enter into 2022, Lord, I pray, God, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through you. I pray, God, that you would continuously give us that it is with you, in you, and through you that we have our being. And so we say yes and amen. I really feel, Michelle, that there's somebody that as... um, feeling lost right now. I feel like they have are in a a season of grief because they've lost something. And I just feel like, yes, comfort of the Holy Spirit is coming. But I also feel like there's that this season is important for you to rest. Like when you feel like you need to take a nap, when you can go do that. Like, I feel like this is also something the Lord wants to do is in your comforting of your heart and your spirit. There's something about rest, um, uh, taking naps, um, going to a beach or going to a lake um, or going driving in certain neighborhoods that and sitting and beginning to write in your journal. I feel like that's important for a person who's listening, um, that they need to have these spaces and moments of serene serenity and um, what's around them. Like um, not just not just in their home, but also going to places that bring them joy. I feel like the comfort is going to even come in into that. And there's another um, person I feel like the Lord really wants to begin to um, uh, enlarge your faith. Like I just keep hearing enlarge your faith. And it's not just a, oh, I'm just going to trust. I'm going to have faith. But it's in the point of recalling what he's already done and build your faith. Just like if you're training for a marathon, if you're training, there are different steps that you run 15 minutes minutes and you grow that to 20 minutes and it grows to 30 just like you're increasing 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 and so I just feel like the training of faith is important uh right now um and so father I just thank you God that um we don't labor in vain like we don't do what we do like in vain and so I thank you God that there is hope there is joy and father I pray that this Christmas season or this holiday seasons or even the new year walking into it will be something that's so delightful because we have surrendered. It might not be beautiful all around us, but our heart is full of joy because it's not just a fiction of happiness or wanting to be happy, but to have full, right, rightful joy that you promised us because we have you. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Demetria, where can we find you? Where can we get to know you more? Where can we get to see all that you are up to? Yeah, I have, anybody can go to my website, DemetriaStallings.com, D-E-M-E-T-R-I-A, S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G-S.com. I I know it's long, but (laughs) DemetriaStallings.com. 
um, information is there, but I, uh, I love, I really enjoy Instagram. It's one of the platforms that I feel like is a pulpit for me um, or a, a soapbox, if you will, in a way of uh, knowing who Christ is. And so people can find that out. There's different things. You can sign up for newsletters. If you go on the website, um, there's a box that comes up after a little bit to say, um, stay in touch. So if you do that, you'll have more information from me. I, I am so honored that I had time with you ladies and man, it was fun. And Michelle, you are incredible. Like just your, your surrender and your life and your journey. And I just honor all that you are doing and what God is doing in and through you. Thank you. I truly appreciate you taking your time and just pouring into these ladies. It means so much. And um, your, your surrender and your obedience to the Lord is inspiring to me personally, to my family. I told you my girls are so they're waiting to just come say hi to Dee because we love you. My oldest daughter was just crying when you moved away because she just, you have a special place in everybody that you meet, whether they just hear your voice or they know you personally. And so thank you for allowing God to use you, but he wouldn't be able to trust you to do the things that he needs to do in you if you didn't give him your yes. And so thank you for not what you do, but who you are and who you're becoming in Christ. So we love you. And I will put all of her information in the show notes here. And then one final blessing, guys, I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And um, I want to leave you with this. This is Romans 15, 13. I pray that God, the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. So we love you and Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Merry Christmas. Hey mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things. If you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribe to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 